Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. Monday morning, January 29th, 2024. Adam Lambert has her birthday today. The current lead singer of Queen is now 42 years old. Sarah Gilbert, she's got a birthday today. Darlene from Roseanne, she now runs that show over there, the Connors. She is 48 years old today. Oprah Winfrey has a big birthday today. The actress, the philanthropist, the entrepreneur. She is 70 years old today. Tom Selleck and his mustache have a birthday today. Both are 79 years old. E.T. brought home the Golden Globe on this date 41 years ago, but ended up losing the Oscar to the movie Gandhi. 1991. The number one song here at Fun 107 was from a guy named... No, he was named Gerardo. The one-hit wonder... On this date 33 years ago, Rico Suave. Five years ago, Jussie Smollett from the TV show Empire told police that he was attacked in Chicago by men who shouted racist and homophobic slurs while investigators concluded that... He made the whole story up to boost his career. Fun, no. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. You're going to see this rain that's moving through this morning. I eventually turn over into snow, according to Ceci Del Carmen from ABC6. Going to get into the 30s today. It is 36 now. Bring in your taste of Hollywood. Right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on Fun 107. So while dating apps may have made it easier to meet people, they've brought a whole host of complications with them. And Drew Barrymore is no exception. She has been very open and honest about her dating life. And she's, uh, you know, encountered some obstacles. And she revealed that she was once catfished on one of her apps. She spoke about it on her talk show about her experiences online dating and how one person really just straight up lied about their identity. This guy on my dating app said he was the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. So I wrote to him and I was like, oh my God, I went to the first practice game. I was so frustrated being a a girl from Los Angeles who loves football and like we didn't have any teams and then I moved away to New York and then we got two teams and it's nice to meet you. My name is Drew. He was not the quarterback for the LA Rams. He's a musician that thought he was being cute. We're also going to the Super Bowl. Yes. And I was like, oh, maybe I could meet. And I, I I, wasn't trying to like land a football player. I was excited to talk about that I had been at the Coliseum to see their first game in Los Angeles. And then the guy was like, hey, Drewski. And I was like, I hate you. You pithy, deceiving playful you've made me feel stupid i don't know who you are i don't i feel so dumb why did we have to get off on this foot i hate you (laughs) if drew barrymore is having trouble with dating the single people do they have any chance at all at finding love if drew barrymore can't find it does anybody have hope you know what's funny about her is I, i feel like she's just looking for a regular dude yeah well it's just so interesting to me that like Drew, do you not realize that you are, like, incredibly famous and you're just, like, (laughs) on dating apps as if that's totally normal for somebody of your status? Like, it's just, it's so wild to me. Like, she was an idol for people for so many, like, so many years. And now you're just 
on dating apps. Yeah, of course you're going to get some creeps, you know? Didn't she have some kind of an encounter with uh, a guy at a park? I years don't remember. Ago I don't remember. She's like, oh, you have the most beautiful eyes or whatever. And then they end up, you know, nothing really came of it. I think she kind of put it out there, hoping he was going to reach back to her. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I, But I do know that she has been very open and blunt about her dating life. and She's got struggles. She seems to be struggling to find her forever person. But she's taking us along for the ride, <laughs> so we appreciate it. Justin Timberlake made his first appearance in a decade on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. But his ex, Britney Spears, her song is still doing better on the charts. So they both have a song named Selfish. And Timberlake made uh, his appearance over the weekend to kind of, you know, hard launch his new album and play a few songs, do a few skits. But Britney Spears fans are intense. So this is a little snippet of Justin's song, Selfish. Pretty bomb. You know, pretty good. But all of Britney Spears' fans are boosting this 2011 hit, Selfish. After Justin Timberlake released his, Britney fans got that 2011 hit to the number one spot on the charts. What? <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I've never had well, either. No, so, a, it's, so it's a deep track from uh, her Femme Fatale album. I don't know. But how funny is that? Also, like, why is it her versus him? Like- People are so petty. It's so funny. Well, obviously, like Britney Spears, when she came out with her book, uh, The Woman and Me, she made a lot of accusations against Justin Timberlake, accusing him of putting on an accent when he first met Genuine. Remember all this? Yes. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz, Genuine. What's up, homie? That's literally what she wrote in her book. Uh and she made a lot of other allegations against Justin Timberlake. It turns out their, you know, relationship was a little dicey. And they were so young. I think they were like 21. Not even that. So Britney fans took that as, oh, we don't like Justin Timberlake anymore. Oh, and anything man. he ever does, we are going to make it fail. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm here for that. I'm here for <laughs> it. That's hilarious. Like, that is some Taylor Swift energy right it there. Is. Like, if you, if, you, if you cross Britney Spears, well... We're going to teach you that you can't. But Justin Timberlake's still trucking on. He's got a 2024 world tour coming. The Forget Tomorrow World Tour. And he officially announced his dates. And he will be coming to the TD Garden, guys, June 29th. That's going to be a good show. It's a Saturday. Let that settle in. Okay. I feel like every concert for the last five years has been a Sunday night. And then you got to get up early on Monday morning. No, this is a Saturday, prime time, like 7.30. Yeah. That's how every concert should be. Well, you got to think TD Garden is a busy place. Very so busy. between sports and other artists, it's kind of hard to get that Saturday. But when you're Justin Timberlake, you get that Saturday. He said, see you soon on X, a.k.a. Twitter. Uh, and it is set to kick off April 29th. And I think this is going to be... I mean, I've always wanted to see Justin Timberlake live. But do you guys remember the snippets of his, like, last performance? I want to say it was, like, about a year or so ago. He was getting roasted for his dance moves. Dad moves is what they Really? Yeah. He was getting absolutely roasted. 
it they were like who is this dad trying to be cool <laughs> and like all this stuff like yeah I was like, oh, no, he's getting old. This is weird. He's not as fluid as he used to be. Let's put it that well, way. Well, I just think the dance breaks aren't really a thing anymore. That's and true. he's still trying to make it a thing. <laughs> and it's like, bro. Stop trying to make it a thing. Like, it's Stop trying to make Fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, so <laughs> I hope, I just really hope that he has a little cameo from the Instinct boys because all of them online have been showing each other in the studio together and like doing stuff together and making videos together so i can only hope that they're not messing with us and that something is actually going to happen because i've been patiently waiting imagine that you're at the garden and all of a sudden they all come out i oh. <laughs> i would die i would literally r.i.p to maddie levine <laughs> she's died and gone to heaven more entertainment news on the fun 107 app Will she be able to attend the Super Bowl? That is the big question. And they have outlined, Maddie, in detail this morning how she can make this happen. Because she's got... Uh, cool, because I was dying to know <laughs> how she's going to make the Super Bowl. Because the Super Bowl can't happen if, unless Taylor Swift is there. So she's got <laughs> this show. She's wrapping up the, the uh, Jap Japan uh, leg of the show. Uh, that's going to be fe February 10th. And so she she has to... Here's the thing. The time zone is going to be working in her favor. So when she comes over to uh, Las Vegas from Japan, she's gaining time. However, there are so many aspects. This, this is so stupid. Uh, they actually say the time on the ticket for the for all her shows is... Seven. She goes on at nine in reality. She has got, you know, openers and all that stuff. But she could take the stage right at seven to gain herself some extra time. I don't think it's necessary, but they just point it out. Um, That's the way to go, if anything. I mean, it's She's not necessary. Time. It's just not necessary, not. but continue. So the, I think the biggest obstacle, that, like real world obstacle that she may she may encounter is... You can't land a plane in Las Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. Like there, there's no availability. It's Taylor Swift. It's been, that's I, irrelevant. Agreed. It's agreed. irrelevant. But that's what they're saying is that you're there's it's just wall to wall. There's zero availability to <laughs> land a plane in Vegas over Super Bowl weekend. So they they factor in, you know, she she lands in L.A. <laughs> And then takes the four or five hour ride to Vegas. I can't. But do they also factor in like, okay, if a butterfly flaps its wings yes. and then somebody steps on a crack on a sidewalk, then like the alternate universe is going to come up with a different game plan and then she's just not going to make it in time. Like, Look at this graph. They've got a graph. I can't. But like this, look, they've got her arriving like Saturday night. It's the day before the Super Bowl. It's going to be fine. She's got this. <laughs> She's going to be very tired, but yeah, it's doable if that's what you're saying. I, will she be tired? It's not like she's flying the plane. That's true. Guys, I can't handle this. I can't. <laughs> you're going to have two weeks of this. I'm having a conniption. Like, I just... And I know I give Taylor a lot of hate on, on air. This is not a reflection of my thoughts on her as, like, a businesswoman, as a musician. Like, she is incredibly impressive. What I can't get behind is the... 
weird infatuation of her whereabouts 24-7. However, is that her fault? I'm not saying it's her fault. Yeah. I'm just saying this is getting out of hand, guys. I, did, you, did you see on uh, on the broadcast last night, she she uh, mouthed go away to the to the CBS uh, Good. cameras. So last night, three-hour, 45-minute broadcast on CBS for the, the Chiefs game, and they showed it for 24 seconds. After Good. Kelsey's story. It's not that story. bad. Well, yeah, kind of normal. Yeah, because people are getting exhausted of it. People are like, okay, enough is enough. Me included. It was just after he scored, right? Travis scored. It was a couple and times. Oh. And then at the end, she gave him a kiss and all that stuff. Oh. It was like the fairy fairy tale ending. <laughs> <laughs> do they still do the flyovers? What, like, before the game? The bowl? Yeah. Sure. So there you go. Jump on that plane. <laughs> just parachute she'll, par- she'll parachute down. <laughs> there you go. Oh onto, the, onto the stage of the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Oh, no. They surprise Performed guess. with Usher. And Maddie. So... We had kind of a action-packed weekend. I, I left the show, you know, right after the show on Friday, I left and I was taking my wife into surgery at St. Luke's. She had to have just like a little leg surgery. It wasn't anything crazy. Just had a little, had to do a little th- thing to her leg. So spent most of the day there at St. Luke's and brought her home. It was like five or six o'clock that we brought her home. And, you know, she, she had had, the uh, anesthesia, so she's all, you know, tired and loopy loopy and stuff like that. So she goes and she goes right down, takes a nap. So about 11 o'clock, I woke her up because I wanted to give her the, the pain medicine to keep her comfortable. And so I wake her up at 11, give her the pain medicine, and she decides she wants to have something to eat. So when they, when they were discharging us, they're saying, look, and I'm going to, like, keep this all soft. I'm not going to get all descriptive about this. She appreciates that. So, but um, they said, look, if it, you might see a little bit of, uh, you know, blood coming out at some points, but if it gets crazy, then we want to know about it. So she goes downstairs and the next thing I know, my, my son is running upstairs and, mom needs your help. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I go downstairs. The place looks like a crime scene. Oh, no. What? Crime scene. Like blood everywhere, all over the all over the kitchen. Nice. So, so she, she I, like, we lay her down, and I'm trying to like figure out what to do. The severity of it. Yeah. What's going down? Yeah. So, I'm initially going to say, "Well, we're going to the hospital, obviously." But I'm initially, I'm going to drive her. But then she's like, "No," I'm like, "Oh my god! All right, so we're doing this." So I call like an ambulance. Who shows up at our house? It's like Friday night. Oh no! Blue lights, red lights outside of our our, our house. The neighbors are looking out the window. I'm wondering, right? But there was a lot, you know. There was a lot going on, going on, and so honestly, it was a good call because that way she started getting like treated like right there at my house mm-hmm. rather than going to the ER because I had no idea what we'd be going in. And seeing in the ER. And on the way there, I'm thinking, oh, man, it's Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ER on a Friday night? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not going to be good. Get there, and it's exactly what I pictured. <laughs> it's, like, crazy. You know, like, crazy. Like, it's all going on there. So, luckily, she gets in, and I'm walking back to see her. Like, there, 
Remember we were talking last week about underappreciated jobs yes. on the South Coast? I have to say. Emergency room workers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Yeah, it's right wild. From the from the initial face you see when you walk through the door, like the secretary there, mm -hmm. she is like a hero. And then you've got the nurses and the doctors and all that. What I'm telling you, the, the, the hallways were lined with people just waiting. Yeah. Like they're all in stretchers and just waiting. It. And they're not like, just going to say, like they're not the most agreeable people. They don't, they don't, you know, like they, I'm sure Nobody they likes get, getting wheeled into a hallway. Right. I and get I, it. And, I, and I'm sure they're all like having their, their different struggles, but right. like they're not quietly waiting. They're like, Yelling mm -hmm. at, at people like Obscenities. so, like yeah, oh, like yeah. so you're so like you're trying to help these people and they're yelling at yeah. You. So anyway, so that you know we're there for that, and pretty much there. I think we get out of there about five in the morning. Oh my Jeez. god! Yeah. Oh my god! She's fine. Everything was fine. They just had to put another stitch in or whatever. Oh, that would have. Oh man, I would have died. Waiting that long? No, no, but she needed it. Okay. She no, needed it. No, I know. It. I'm sure she did, but I've been like, oh, <laughs> I wish I knew how to do stitches, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But uh, no, I can't, I cannot. The, the point of the story is, I don't know how you all do it down there. I nope. mean, it is the, because it's like a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a, oh, here's the best part of it. The nurse comes in, and I'm like, "Wow!" I'm like, "It's a zoo tonight. It's a zoo out there." And she's like, "Oh my god, no! It's a it's a quiet Friday night." Oh my god! I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" She's like, "She was dead serious." She's like, "No, no, it's quiet tonight." And I'm sitting there going, "What?" Yeah, she's desensitized. Her. People don't know, man. Like, what's going on down there? It's unbelievable. If that's a quiet Friday night, I cannot. It takes a certain type of person to be able to do those jobs, and I am not one of those people. Somebody, so, salute to you. Somebody said something, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I wouldn't be surprised that St. Luke's is the second busiest ER in the in the state. Wow. That would kind of surprise me, but that's what was floating around out there. Yeah, like a little rumor hearsay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, uh, well, I'm glad she's okay. She's fine. She's all good. All good. Did she stain the kitchen floor? Thank you. I'm waiting for us to get to that point. My 16-year-old son mopped it up. I was very impressed. That's great. But did he use, like, you know, the stuff to get rid of the evidence and all that? Well, the funny thing is, he goes, <laughs> I was going to Google, how do you get blood off a hardwood floor? And she, he's like, I was kind of afraid that people would show up. I'm like, no, you're good. That's but hilarious. Good to think about that before. <laughs> it is 654. 90-second news update, and Phil Devitt has a look at this morning's headlines. Another Fall River police officer is standing trial for allegedly using excessive force. Nicholas Hoare is expected in the courtroom today. He's accused of using unnecessary force on William Harvey during an arrest. Harvey claims the officer hit him with a baton and slammed his head into a door after he was handcuffed. Hoare claims Harvey kicked him during a struggle and that Harvey hit his own head. The FBI investigated the matter. Hoare is on unpaid leave. He was the officer involved in the fatal shooting of a 19-year-old New Bedford man at the Fall River Industrial Park in 2017. That shooting was deemed justified by the Bristol County DA. Two former Fall River officers are serving sentences for separate excessive force cases. A New Bedford man faces charges tied to a Dartmouth stabbing in 2022. 41-year-old Ryan Veenstra was also picked up on four other outstanding warrants, including threats to commit a crime and operating under the influence. The investigation into the stabbing was reopened 
reopened after detectives received new information regarding Veenstra's alleged involvement. Police are investigating the discovery of a body in Boston Harbor near the New England Aquarium. Emergency crews were called to the area Saturday morning on reports of a body in the water, and it was removed by Boston firefighters. State agencies in Massachusetts are doing away with college degree requirements for most jobs. The Healy administration has directed them to use so-called skills-based hiring. Governor Maura Healy signed an executive order last week. She said the change will eliminate employment barriers and help fill staff vacancies. And the Windy City might be changing its name to Bedbug City. Chicago tops Orkin's annual bedbug list for the fourth year in a row. The top six U.S. cities remain the same as last year. New York City ranks second, followed by Philadelphia in third, Cleveland fourth, Los Angeles fifth, and Detroit sixth. The rankings are based on the number of residential and commercial treatments Orkin performed between December 1st, 2022 and November 30th of 2023. In sports, the Boston Celtics host the New Orleans Pelicans tonight at 7.30, and the Super Bowl is set. Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers on February 11th. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 102. Michael and Maddie, the snow is starting to fall a little bit out there. Some flurries for the moment, but we're supposed to get a little more steadier as the morning goes on. I got a first that happened this weekend, guys. A first? A first. It's never happened to me before. I got invited to a wedding in a different country. Oh, boy. I'm so pumped. So this is an excuse to go on vacation. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's in Sicily. Wow. Isn't that crazy? This what part? Uh, Terramino? Please say Terramino. I have no idea. Are you kidding me? I thought Sicily was the park. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, it's called Baglio Strafalcello is where the wedding sounds is. Sounds delicious. It sounds, it does. <laughs> sounds gorgeous. I went online to go check it out, and I can't because everything's in Italian. So <laughs> I'm just like looking at the pictures, and I'm like, wow. this place is nuts. When oh, is it? Man. Uh, it is July of this year. This year? July, are you going? I have to go. I don't care. And this is Ross's friend. Even if Ross doesn't want to go, I'm going. Like, Italian wedding? But it got me thinking about this whole idea of weddings in different countries, right? Now, this is Ross's um, student that he teaches. Like, he does physical therapy with and he does training with and that sort of thing. Um, So, this is all Ross's connection and everything. And... I just found it interesting that we were, one, invited, which is so kind and so thoughtful. It also makes me think, how big is this wedding? And three, like, how are people going to go to Italy? (laughs) And you you gave us only a couple months to figure that out, you know? It sounds like a Sopranos wedding. I don't know. So I don't know much about, I know the groom. He's a wonderful person. I don't know much about the fiance, but from what I've seen... On the invitation and the pictures, she is the Italian. Oh, so that's like, percent. Are they like she's actual Italian? She's got to like, be. She's got to be. Like from Italy? I Again, I don't know, but she's got to be. I yeah. mean, like, why else would you do that? And I'm looking at this place and right off the bat, I'm like, okay, this is not a touristy attraction because their website isn't in English. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it was a touristy place... Chances are the website's going to be in English, you know? Totally. So I'm like, okay, so this must be like kind of an amazing place, you know? It's bougie to me. But I'm just like, wow, like people are still doing abroad weddings. They're cheaper. 
What? I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. Listen, I broke down everything. Break it down. Okay. It's cheaper. In Jamaica, maybe. Maybe the Caribbean and whatnot. Uh, but even like mainland Portugal was cheaper. Um, you get less. You have less people going. It may be cheaper for to. you, but it, it's definitely not cheaper not for, for your people. guests. Not for Absolutely people. not. But for the people getting married, it's cheaper, yeah. So do you, because I was thinking about that already, because it's going to cost thousands, obviously. Do you give the same gift if you go to a wedding abroad? I have no idea. Because it's going to cost you. The you gift know. is being there, Michael. Especially Italy. That yeah. I wish that was the case, but that's just not oh. the case. Yeah. Get them some like oven mitts or something. Call it a day. <laughs> well, you get them cash. Oh. I've I've always gotten couples cash, but do you give them euros? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm just like I'm so I'm I'm conflicted because you know Ross and I are trying to save money. We wanna we want a house. We want like we got plans, man. Yeah. And then you throw this Italian wedding at us. I've been dying to go to Italy my entire life. It's like I can't say no to that. But I might have to. You know what I you know? worry about? Once you're there, say you want to get your hair done, do you just do it before you leave? No, no. you find a boutique over there yeah, for sure. Like, see, it adds up. And I won't. Like, I'm going to do my own hair. Yeah. I'm not the bride, yeah. <laughs> you know? But obviously, and like, you're going to Italy. You're not just going to go for two days. Mm. I- I'm going to go. I'm going yeah. to go for a couple days. Sicily is bonkers, man. That's a great place. Yeah. I really thought you were going to drop like a... A Caribbean island, which no. is kind of like, oh, that's nice. No, you know what I mean? I'm but, talking. But like Italy, like, whoa. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to come back. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to be like, and I'm home. So my, I'll give you a little, my my um, daughter, my sister, and my mom and my niece did a girl's getaway there. Mm. And when they got there, when they landed, they all said, that was so long to get there. We're never coming back again, so let's enjoy it right now. By the end of that week, they're like, we're definitely coming back here again. What do you mean long? The trip to get there oh. was forever. I wonder why. It just took a very long time. Look, just took a long time. Hmm. But, and they were just like, we're, we're never coming. Let's live it up because we're never coming back here again. And they're, they're, they're like, they were definitely coming back because they, they loved it so much. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited for something that I hope is going to happen. Again, haven't even talked to my husband about it yet. He was away <laughs> this weekend, so I so got I got know? the no, he knows, oh, but oh. I got the invite. reservation in the mail or the invite in the mail, and I immediately it was like, well, we're going. Like, wow, wasn't even a second guess. But now it's starting to set in of like, can we go? <laughs> but can you imagine what's being served for food oh, at that wedding? Yeah. God, I hope it's good. I'm more. I'm I think more worried. You're be okay. I'm more worried about how good's the wine. Okay, that's real. Ser- good. Serve the good stuff. Okay. It is 7:52. If Ross can't go, you got a guest in me. <laughs> All right, sounds good. 7:52. 90 second news update now with Phil. A Fall River police officer today becomes the latest member of the department to go on trial for excessive force. Nicholas Hoare is accused of hitting William Harvey with a police baton and slamming his head into a door while he was handcuffed on domestic violence charges. Hoare denies any wrongdoing. He's on unpaid leave from the department. 
Former officers Michael Pessoa and Brian Custodio are serving prison time in two separate cases. An arrest in a Dartmouth stabbing from two years ago. New Bedford's Ryan Veenstra was also picked up on four other outstanding warrants. The investigation was reopened when detectives learned new information about Veenstra's alleged involvement in the stabbing. The Healy administration is monitoring the financial problems at Steward Healthcare, the company that runs St. Anne's Hospital in Fall River and Morton Hospital in Taunton. Hawthorne Medical in Dartmouth is a Stewart affiliate too. Dallas-based Stewart reportedly owes $50 million in unpaid rent and over $7 million to vendors. Stewart has acknowledged the financial strain is jeopardizing its ability to provide services. Governor Maura Healy says she's focused on protecting patients and keeping the state's health care system stable. Absentee and mail-in ballots for Massachusetts' March 5th presidential primary are now available. Registered voters can request those ballots at the City Hall Election Commission office during business hours. Registered voters should see request forms in the mail. The deadline is February 27th. Federal officials are investigating the recent partial closure of the Washington Bridge. The U.S. Department of Justice and Office of the Inspector General are reportedly looking into the December 11th shutdown of the westbound side of the bridge, which connects Providence and East Providence on I-195. This document say is to determine whether false claims for payment or related services may have been filed with the federal government after work was completed on the bridge in July of last year. The investigators are seeking information and correspondence regarding inspections, repairs, and maintenance of the bridge back to 2015. A spokesperson for Governor Dan McKee says state officials are cooperating with the investigation. And income tax season has arrived. You can start filing your 2023 federal income tax returns starting today. Internal Revenue Service Commissioner Danny Werfel says they're ready to make tax filing as, quote, smooth and easy as possible. In sports, the Boston Celtics host the New Orleans Pelicans tonight at 730 and we know who's headed to the Super Bowl. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Super Bowl February 11th in Las Vegas. We'll check your traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107, Michael and Natty. So it's it's breakfast time, which means Gazelle has broken out his salmon. Yeah, oh. I love this time of day. <laughs> love it. I have to apologize every single time. Oh, you don't care. I'm so, it's stinky. Yeah, I get it, but. It's delicious, and it's the only thing that I found for me that will hold me over to lunch so I'm not snacking in between. Snacks and I are not vibing this year at all. So it's like a, it's almost like tuna, only it's salmon. Correct. It's, in like the pouch. Yeah, the chicken salmon of the Salmon in a pouch. Yummy. So, so Friday, you were already gone, Maddie, after the show. I was in here doing something, I don't remember, and, and Gazelle, you weren't here either, I don't think, and... So I'm in here working, and Gazelle had thrown away the packet of salmon in the studio garbage container. By accident, because usually I dispose of it okay, in the back accidentally. Either way, yeah. it happened. So anyway, one of the salespeople comes around, and they're giving a tour to a new client. So they come in to meet me and, and to see the studio, and the whole time I'm thinking, this place stinks in here. It stinks. <laughs> So, like, these people think that they're going to leave and say, yeah, I met Michael Rock today. He smells like fish. Smells like fish. That's hilarious. <laughs> and you know they talked about it. A hundred percent. You know that they went home and somebody was like, oh, how was your trip to Fun 107? And they were like, let me tell you something. <laughs> it, was, it smells in there. It was making me think, like, should I have brought it up? Like, I would have. I would have, I would hey, have in a heartbeat. I know it smells like 
stinky salmon in here. Yeah. Because that was got a problem. <laughs> you know, that, you know that co-worker that microwaves fish? One-ups that by bringing a package of salmon and just putting it in the trash. So I should have said something. You yeah. definitely should have said salmon something. Salmon juice oh, isn't anything to mess with. 90-second <laughs> <laughs> news update now. Phil Demmitt. Another Fall River police officer is standing trial for allegedly using excessive force. Nicholas Hoare is expected in the courtroom today. He's accused of using unnecessary force on William Harvey during an arrest. Harvey claims the officer hit him with a baton and slammed his head into a door after he was handcuffed. Hoare claims Harvey kicked him during a struggle and that Harvey hit his own head. The FBI investigated the matter. Hoare is on unpaid leave. He was the officer involved in the fatal shooting of a 19-year-old New Bedford man at the Fall River Industrial Park in 2017. That shooting was deemed justified by the Bristol County DA. Two former Fall River officers are serving sentences for separate excessive force cases. A New Bedford man faces charges tied to a Dartmouth stabbing in 2022. 41-year-old Ryan Veenstra was also picked up on four other outstanding warrants, including threats to commit a crime and operating under the influence. The investigation into the stabbing was reopened after detectives received new information regarding Veenstra's alleged involvement. Police are investigating the discovery of a body in Boston Harbor near the New England Aquarium. Emergency crews were called to the area Saturday morning on reports of a body in the water, and it was removed by Boston firefighters. State agencies in Massachusetts are doing away with college degree requirements for most jobs. The Healy administration has directed them to use so-called skills-based hiring. Governor Maura Healy signed an executive order last week. She said the change will eliminate employment barriers and help fill staff vacancies. And the Windy City might be changing its name to Bedbug City. Chicago tops Orkin's annual bedbug list for the fourth year in a row. The top six U.S. cities remain the same as last year. New York City ranks second, followed by Philadelphia in third, Cleveland fourth, Los Angeles fifth, and Detroit sixth. The rankings are based on the number of residential and commercial treatments Orkin performed between December 1st, 2022 and November 30th of 2023. In sports, the Boston Celtics host the New Orleans Pelicans tonight at 7.30, and the Super Bowl is set. Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers on February 11th. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 106. End of the Japanese tour uh, for Taylor Swift to go from Japan to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, and then to Australia. Okay. They are rescheduling her so she can be at the Super Bowl. So I started in OnlyFans. Whoa. Excuse <laughs> What? Hear me out. Whoa. You started in OnlyFans. <laughs> All right. Let me explain. Let me backtrack. I had the most awkward I guess you could call it interaction this weekend. My husband was in Philly. This is not what kind started. of a weekend this did you not, have? This is not starting off very well. <laughs> My husband was in Philly helping out a teammate who had a fight, and he was cornering this fighter. And this fight was being broadcasted on OnlyFans. Wow, I didn't know they. Very interesting, right? So we all know and are familiar with OnlyFans. I would assume. Gentlemen? Yes. Okay. Well, OnlyFans is actually much more than what you would expect. I've, 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 how do I say this? It's very adult content is what I consider OnlyFans. Right. But there is a plethora of other 
channels and topics and things on OnlyFans. And Who so knew? the fight community is very popular on OnlyFans. And this one organization has decided to start their live streaming through their OnlyFans page. So I'm here I am with my girlfriend. We we're having some drinks and I'm like, oh, uh, our teammates fighting really soon. Like, I got to get online. I have to download OnlyFans. <laughs> and so we're sitting there at the bar, hiding my phone, <laughs> trying to figure out, okay, how do I get there? Is there an app? How do I do this? I'm on OnlyFans. I go to the page. Boom. Adult content is like the first <laughs> thing I see. I'm like, oh, my God. I am in public with this on. Like, I feel like people don't go on this page in public. I don't know. Just just a guess. I don't know. But I finally find the stream. I put the fight on. We put it, like, we prop it up on the bar, and we're good to go. But the amount of emotions I was feeling during this download. Well, you don't know what is going to pop up. And I'm like, how do I explain this to my husband? Like, obviously, he knows what I'm doing. But I'm like, I just, I had all of these emotions going on. I was like, I'm embarrassed that I'm downloading this or like. Well, very real question. Do they have commercials during this? No. And what? Okay. No. No pop-ups? No. So unfortunately, the stream did crash. Oh, no. Which I thought was interesting because so many streams go on on OnlyFans, right? But so many Fight fans logged onto this one stream that they actually crashed it. So wow. I mean, well, that's it. Good sh- news, it bad showed news. it showed that what they were doing is working. Yeah, this organization. How about just YouTube next time? You don't make money. You have like that. You won't make money on your streams if you just put it on YouTube. You, like you need if so you just like a, put it on YouTube. Pay per view kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So because I had to pay money to like you, it was something like ten cents to subscribe to OnlyFans. Ten cents. Yeah. Just because they want the credit card number. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure the for, the deeper you go into OnlyFans, the more money you spend. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure this organization makes a certain amount of money per view or per interaction or whatever. You don't get that on YouTube. So, yeah. I felt incredibly guilty and old. Like, okay. I was like, ooh, this is, like, scandalous, you know? So, what you're saying is, it doesn't necessarily have to be adult content on OnlyFans. Correct. We should put together an OnlyFans channel. Oh, Absolutely not. Apollo 7 OnlyFans? <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. I'm like, I, as soon as I was done with the stream, I exited out, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I have to get this off my phone! She washed her hands really good. <laughs> 107, Michael and Maddie, and every... Week we're going to be giving away more of these. It's free tax prep from Diane Lopes. And to a cushion it we go where Brianna LeBlanc is listening. Good morning, Brianna. I'm good. How are you? We're doing pretty good. Hey, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate doing your taxes? Well, I usually don't do them, so 10. <laughs> <laughs> what do you usually do? I usually do the triple tax when they do it for you. Oh, gotcha. Well, we got something better for you this year. Diane Lopes is going to do your taxes. Oh, seriously? Yes. Seriously, you are going to get a huge tax refund thanks to Diane Lopes Income Tax and Accounting. Wow, I I went on a limb to kind of win up a thing like this, and I'm surprised you're calling me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you signed up on the Fun 107 app, and now you got some free tax prep from the best, Diane Lopes. Way to go, Brianna. Oh, 
awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody else, if you want some free tax prep, jump on the Fun 107 app and sign up. We're going to be giving away a bunch of these right up through uh, tax season. Sounds good. Head over to the Fun 107 app and enter to win so you can start the year off with a little extra. Hot to head, man.